Hello everyone, welcome back to See the Sunrise. This is season two and episode 18. Seeing the sunrise is about seeing Christ in everyday situations. In the book of Jeremiah, chapter 33 and verse three, the Lord spoke to the prophet while he was in prison. He said to him, call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. Seeing the sunrise is an opportunity to see what God is doing behind the scenes. Sometimes his presence is not keenly evident, but I assure you, he is there. All we need to do is look for him. And when you find him, you will find that you can achieve a life of hope and contentment. So I'm not sure where all of you reside, but here where I live, they're beginning to lift the mandate of mask wearing and sequestering at home as a result of the COVID pandemic. They're still encouraging people to get their COVID vaccinations and to incite those who may still be a bit leery of taking the vaccine, they're offering some huge incentives. Our governor is offering or recently unveiled a lottery system to entice people to get their shots, offering five $1 million prizes and five full ride college scholarships to residents who have received at least one dose of the coronavirus vaccine. All of this is to persuade Americans to get their vaccines. Some officials are offering baseball tickets. Some establishments are offering free donuts and beer and more. They're hoping that it gives support to those who are reluctant to receiving the vaccine. I would say, and I think you might agree, that is certainly a lucrative way to encourage those who would not ordinarily consider taking the vaccine. People do all kinds of things to encourage others. Sometimes it works and sometimes not so much so. When I think of encouragement, I think it's about caring for others, to show that I hear them and that I love them. Sometimes I just want to cheer them up, which can be done with a simple hug or spending some uninterrupted time with them, listening to them, giving hope, and if necessary, walking with them when times are challenging and hard. This sounds easy and simple, but it's not as simple as it sounds. So let me start with first saying, as a Christian, the first thing we found out was that God loved us. That was great encouragement. And it's significant because when you take a moment to look at your life, which is imperfect at best, you may find there are some parts of you that are not lovable. But we have a God who loves us so much that he wanted to make sure that we could be reconciled back to him. So he sent his son to die to pay for a debt he did not make. It was a sin debt which we owed but we don't have to pay it back if we receive Christ in our life. That means we have the right to eternal life. And if that is an encouragement, then I don't know what is. Encouragement should be based on love, love for God and love for others. Sometimes encouraging others is hard, especially when you can't relate to what they're going through. But that is when they, those who need encouragement, need it the most. I'll never soon forget a young woman who I had the chance to encourage years ago. In an effort to maintain her anonymity, I'll just give you the gist of our encounter. I had no personal relationship with her, didn't know her or her family. One of her family members was suffering from a medical condition and a friend of hers asked me to speak with her. It was awkward and I didn't believe she talked to me, but the person that contacted me on her behalf felt confident that I could say something that would be helpful to her. Well, I was surprised when she did agree to speak with me, 
and she immediately shared what was on her heart and what was troubling her. So while I was listening to her, I was praying and I was asking God to give me the guidance, the words to encourage her and to bring comfort to her distress. As she sobbed, I asked her, could I pray with her? As we prayed, God led me in prayer. And for that moment, she left with hope. I walked with this young woman for a few weeks because a one-time encounter wasn't enough because it wasn't something that was going to be addressed or go away immediately. Each time we met, I would reassure her that God hears her and that he does answer prayer and that what he said he would do, he would do. I must say it had to be tough for her because she was the one going through it. But I also have to say it was tough for me because it seemed, at least from my human perspective, impossible, impossible of what God asked me to pray for. But my faith said to trust. Long story short, God did exactly what he said he would do. This young woman asked me, how did you know? My response was, I didn't. I prayed as the spirit led me to pray. For her, prayer was encouragement, but it was for me as well. It encouraged me to stay the course and not to waver, to believe in the impossible, but most of all, to trust in the certainty of the power of God. One of the things I learned and that God taught me when it comes to encouraging others is to listen. Listening is a lost art. Most people don't actively listen. They hear what you're saying, but they don't understand what you're saying, what you mean. Listening is not just auditory. It's also looking at the person, feeling their pain or despair, watching their actions or behavior. It's not judging, it's becoming informed. When you fully understand what another's need is, you are better equipped to provide what they need. Now that's not to say that you will always be successful. They too have to be willing to receive what you're saying and that's not up to you. It's up to the recipient, the one who you're reassuring. Everyone deserves to be loved, to be supported, to, to be offered words of hope, especially children. When a child hears you can do this, you can be whatever you want to be if you put forth the effort, that's encouragement. Think of children who suffer from bullying. In time, it wears on them. And unfortunately, we've heard of stories of children as young as eight years old take their life because of the lack of encouragement, because of people, other children, saying mean and hateful things to them. And their young minds are too immature to comprehend why such hate and venom exists towards them. It makes or gives me cause to ponder, why do bullies behave the way they do? Maybe it's because of the lack of encouragement they've been given. So they take it out on someone else. Or is it because of the rhetoric they've been, they've heard, which makes them feel entitled. So they simply choose to exercise this false sense of superiority over others. They too need encouragement, but encouragement of a different kind. They need to know and understand that they're not better than anyone else. And yes, they may have more, but that does not make them better or superior. They need to be encouraged to exercise empathy and concern for others, for humankind. And parents must and need to be attentive to the child that is bullied as well as the child that is bullying. The next time someone pulls you aside and says, can I talk to you or calls you on the phone? Take a moment to stop and give them your full attention. Don't just rush them on. Who's to say that one day you may be the one that needs to be encouraged or uh, that needs to be encouraged or someone needing to encourage you. I am where I am today because of the encouragement I received, not from my maternal and paternal home, 
but from outsiders, teachers, pastors, co-workers, friends who have pushed me forward with an acknowledgement of talents they saw, of gifting they saw God had endowed me with. I would be doing them a disservice if I didn't do the same for those whom God has allowed me to speak to, to offer influence into their life. It is a deep feeling of gratification knowing that you can bring hope to someone else's darkness. It is what Christ did for us all. It is what he did for me. Jesus encouraged his disciples by putting them in places where people had needs. He put them with the sick, the infirm, the lame. He took them to quiet places and gave them teaching points of before he sent them out. He taught them how, how to disciple, how to encourage. He sent them out with companions. He sent them out in, in groups of two, connecting them with each other. Today, there are many followers of Christ out there that God connects us with. Ask him and he'll show you who they are. Jesus equipped his disciples to lead and to teach and to do ministry. Whether he's telling you to go back to school or sit, or sit under the teaching of someone who is wise, that's equipping you. He told them the truth. He told his disciples he, he, what was true and what was not. He didn't try and prevent them from understanding what was right or wrong. The truth can sting, but it is the truth that needs to be heard. Jesus was an example. He did what he taught his disciples to do. And these are the things he has done and given for us through his word, giving us the complete manuscript on how to encourage others. We are his disciples. He encourages us and his word, his world is so, this world is so in need of encouragers. Encouragers to a world that needs a savior. There's a mother out there struggling to raise a child. There's someone who's lost their ability to take care of themselves and don't know how they're going to pay their bills or feed their family. There's a pregnant teen out there who needs guidance and understanding not to critique and ridicule or judgment. There are ch children residing in foster, foster care who need reassurance that they are valued and that someone does care about them. There's a coworker that just needs to hear kind words instead of rebuke. There are soldiers out there who have served our country well and returning home or who have returned home who needs to hear that they are appreciated and that we are thankful for the service that they have provided. There, there is someone who's sick today and just needs the comfort of loving words or a simple touch or just a listening ear. There's someone who's crying out there who just needs someone to dry their tears. It really doesn't take much. It just takes a willing heart to give of yourself to bring comfort to someone else. Everyone, everybody needs encouragement. Sometimes even you. It is a way to spiritually feed the soul of another. I pray that you seek those opportunities to share and encourage someone else, to give up yourself, that they may sense and feel the love of God that pours from your soul to theirs. Until next time, God bless you and be sure to see the sunrise, to see Christ in your everyday situations.